Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Well, hallelujah and thank you, Jesus. God is so good. It is another Wednesday night. And we are starting our Bible study. Let's pray. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we bless your name. We honor you and we lift you up. We magnify your name, O oh God. You have been such an awesome God to us. We celebrate you, O oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And bless your name. Father, we pray that you will have your way in the midst of our study of your word. Lord, allow this word to sink deep into our hearts, our minds, our souls, that we again might meditate on the word and that your word might become a part of our daily life. Cause your word, O oh God, to be knitted into the fabric of who we are, that we might again know your word, use your word, and that your word, O oh God, may dwell in us so richly that we might not, excuse me, sin against you. We pray in the name of your son, Jesus, have your way in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. We're back in the book again, Becoming a Prayer Warrior by Elizabeth Ells. Um, that is a guide to effective and powerful prayer, a guide to effective and powerful prayer. We are on page 151 the bottom portion where it's entitled, The Names the names of Jesus, Our Authority. The name, the name of Jesus, colon, Our Authority. So, again, as you pray, you, you've got to keep in your mind a level of understanding. It's not, see, it does not work if you have, in your mind, there's a possibility that this might work. When you use the name of Jesus, and we're going to talk about that, and then in the latter portion we're going to talk about the blood, the blood of Jesus, you've got to have in your mind solid that when I say the name of Jesus, not abracadabra, not hocus pocus, not using it or just throwing it in there and, and, and hoping the trick works, when I say the name of Jesus, then I know the history. I know the impact. I know the power and the authority that it has. And that's what it says here. The name of Jesus, our authority. Now, as you pray in the spirit, you will need to take your authority in Christ. You got to, you, it's confidence. It's not in the name of Jesus. I don't know whether this is going to work or not. In the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus has, this is right there in your book, has power. Bottom of page 151. It has power. Watch this. In earth, in heaven, in hell. There is no, there is no realm. Now, you know he would call when the Bible study call starts.
Okay, sorry, I cannot take that call right now. You were supposed to call earlier. Help me, Lord. All right, watch this. And again, you expect that. You don't, you don't, I'm, I'm not conjuring it up. I'm not saying, oh, watch somebody call me. It happens. The enemy will, the person that's supposed to call you prior to, watch this. The enemy gets them busy. They don't know what they're being, how they're being used. And the next thing you know, um, bam, don't forget you were supposed to call Pastor Shefferson. Seven o'clock is when the Bible study calls. He's not thinking about that. He just, again, listening to the voice that, that hit him, he don't think it's nothing evil. He doesn't go, oh, watch me disrupt their, their Bible study. He doesn't know. It's not sinking in. Now, what does it do for the believer? You got to, oh, now watch this. You getting all off and upset. He knows better. Didn't the man tell him that the Bible study, uh-uh, focus in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Get back into the book. It has power in earth, in heaven, in hell. Since, watch this, since you are the temple of the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit dwells in you. You're the temple, and the Holy Spirit dwells in you. You've got to know it. It's not a possibility. Does the Holy Spirit dwell in you? Well, I don't know. No, the Holy Spirit is in me. The Holy Spirit is ruling. The Holy Spirit directs my life. The Holy Spirit prompts me. For, watch this. When I'm getting ready to do evil, uh-uh, the Holy Spirit prompts me. There's been so many people who, again, can acknowledge that I was about, listen, the thought came to my mind, bam, my mouth started moving. And while the thought came to my mind in a split second, my mouth started moving, and all of a sudden, the brakes got put on. How in the world? My mouth was moving, getting ready to say what came to my mind, but the Holy Spirit has power in my life. And before the word could, I meant the word, not the phrase, not the sentence. You know, I got part of the sentence. The word, the Holy Spirit will put brakes on it and say, uh-uh, don't you dare say it. Uh-uh. Look, listen, not you, but you know, you can acknowledge, hey, hallelujah, God, you are so good. Because you know that you didn't stop you. You was about to say it. The Holy Spirit dwells in you. And watch this. The Holy Spirit dwells in you. So you're the temple and he dwells in you. Yep, that's who I thought it was. Thank you, Jesus. And y'all just hold on just for a second. I'll, Jesus, call, call at eight. Amen. Thank you, Jesus because I still got to handle that business. <laughs> Thank you, God. Watch this. Since you are the temple of the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit dwells in you, and you, and you can use his name just as though he himself were here. So that's why I'm telling you, you've got to get wrapped up in the, in the things of God, having the mind of Christ, why? Because you're going to be operating just as Jesus did, being divine and human. Yes, you are totally human, but I'm in field, I'm baptized, I'm, I'm engulfed with the Holy Spirit. That's my forever thought. Lord, please don't let me do anything that's going to bring shame to your name. 
Lord, please stop me. And then anything, I'm telling you, you better do warfare until you get delivered. Anything that's in me that's causing me to be hindered, that's causing me not to be effective in the spiritual realm, Lord, get it out of me. Please, God, in the name of Jesus, scrub it. In the name of Jesus, keep it moving. I have given you authority over all the powers of the enemy, Luke 10 and 19. Jesus promised that. Jesus gave his followers power and authority over demons, and he gave them the right, thank you, Jesus, to ask the Father for things in his name. Now, you've got to look. When you look at it, when it comes to in his name, let's look at that real quick. What was that? Luke chapter 10, verse 19. I'm looking at it in the Bible gateway. Luke 10, colon, 19. Right? 10, 19. Amen. Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give unto you power to trade upon serpents, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing by any means can hurt you. Okay? Now, okay, cool. Cool. Now, so you've got that power, and you got to, listen, nothing, I, I love it when it says it, because, again, the Bible is the only one that can deal with this. People, when it says, well, um, what do I have access to? And you say you have access to all of this. No, it is not really. There's a possibility that some things may be limited when a person says all of this, everything. But when the Bible says everything, when it says all the powers of the enemy, everything that the enemy has in his arsenal, thank you, Holy Ghost, everything that the enemy, enemy has in his arsenal, guess what? You've got power over it. There is no need to fear. There is no need to watch this uh, teeter-totter back and forth. Well, well maybe, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Listen, you've got power in the name of Jesus. You've got to know it. If you don't know it and you vacillate back and forth, then guess what? You're going you're gonna to have some, some issues. The enemy is going to appear to have power. You're going to talk more about what the enemy is doing than what God is doing in your life. Now, the real one that I really want to look up, when you flip over the top of page 152, help me, Holy Ghost, whatever you ask in my name, that will I do, thank you, Holy Ghost, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son, if you ask in my name. Now, we're going to look at that verse. That's the one I really wanted to look at, John chapter 14. 14, and we're looking at what? 13-14. And it says, whatsoever you shall ask, and I'm looking at it in, uh, I'm supposed to be in the God speed. Good speed, good speed means I got to go to the knowing Jesus. John, H-N, 14, 13- Oh, no, I only can do one at a time. Okay, so let's do 13, bam. All right, now I'm looking at the good, good, good speed, good speed, uh, New Testament. Anything you ask as followers of mine, see, you, you've got to understand that we don't get out of hand 
with what we're asking. If you are a follower, then there's certain criteria. There is a job description. There is things that I know about Jesus. I'm not even going there with some kind of cockamamie request that you know goodness well as a follower of Jesus, you wouldn't be asking that. No, no, no. It's not to take what Jesus has and offers to you as authority in this realm and to then abuse it. Good, good speed, again, New Testament, as followers of mine, I will grant so that the Father may be honored through the Son. So as I'm a representative, when I put this uniform on, the righteousness of Christ, then I'm operating in ways that honor the Father and bring glory to his name or bring honor to his name through my life, through the Son, through Jesus living inside of me. All right? Watch this. In the Amplified, Amplified, same verse. And I will do, I myself will grant, in brackets, I will do, I myself will grant whatever you ask in my name, in brackets, watch this, in brackets, as presenting all that I am. Good God Almighty. It helps you to understand. You've got to look at it in another translation. And, again, if, the, if God doesn't give you revelation knowledge, he did give us other translations. He allowed them to be made. Now, God, help us to understand, as I read it in the Amplified, as representing all that I am. See, when you're asking, this is what's, what's happening, so that the Father may, may be glorified and extolled in, that's through, the Son. All right? That's powerful scripture. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Now I'm going on to verse number 14, John 14, 14. Uh, good speed. Where is good speed at? Probably passed it. Good speed. I just read good speed, so good speed has to be in verse 14 too, right? Right, here we go. I will grant anything you ask me. Ask me for as my followers. So it reiterates again. You are my followers. You're doing things that's going to glorify the Father, honor the Father through me. I will do it. So when you ask, it's not, watch this, it's not to grandstand. So I'm going to ask in Jesus' name that this person be healed. But in my, in my mind, I know I want them to be healed. Why? Because I just don't want them to die right now. It's, it's a family member. It's a, it's a church member. It's somebody that I love. It's a neighbor. It's not about God being glorified, but it's about me. You've got to know that. And, and that's why we're in tune, and that's why constantly throughout the Bible it says, guess what? My sheep hear my voice. If you don't hear God uh, motivating you to lay hands on that individual, then guess what? Father, in the name of Jesus, bless even now. That's what he, whatever you want to do. Now, if he says to you, lay hands on them, and they will receive their healing. Lay hands on them, watch this, and they will prosper. Then you do it according to what? The will of God. Here we go. Amplify. Same verse. Yes, I will grant. Brackets. I myself will do for you. Whatever you shall ask in my name, watch this, as, rep, as presenting 
all that I am, as presenting all that I am. So it's really, again, thank God for the revelation. Thank God for him pressing it upon my heart to continuously teach. It's about the will of God. God, what are you trying to accomplish right now? Because, again, you all you have to do is imagine I've asked, oh, my God, what would the person pray? Father, I go down to Washington Hospital Center. Everybody that's in the hospital, in the name of Jesus, watch this, in the name of Jesus, I'm using the power and the authority. It has power here on earth, in heaven, and in hell. Everyone in the hospital. And watch this. I'm going to stop that prayer. That's what just came to me. Why? Because I've got authority in my mouth, and I want to watch what I say. But many people would pray a prayer that folks would get up, that hospitals would be emptied, and again, it's, it's not about glorifying God. It's not even a request. God, what would you say? No, this is what I want. Watch this. All evil out of the world. But that's not according to the will of God. It's when Peter cut off the ear and he goes, hold on a second. This has got to happen. Why? That prophecy might be fulfilled, that the word might be proven in this earth realm, that not one thing is going to fall. The heaven and earth can pass away, but not one jot, one tittle is going to pass from this word. The word has got, so the earth has got to go into a particular state. And that was just like in the day of Noah eating and drinking and, and being merry, thank you, Holy Ghost, and guess what? Just a disregard for who God is. Just a disregard for what God is saying ought to happen. We can't do that. Thank you, Jesus. Here we go. Keep it moving. So at the top of page uh, 152, watch this. Same thing I told you last week, I'm going to tell you again. When it comes to operating by the name, using this name, you've got to have three things operating in you. One, you've got to understand the will of God. Let thy will be done. Two, obey, obedience. Three, righteousness. This righteousness is, again, clothing yourself in the relationship of the righteousness of Christ. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thy will be done. You've got to understand that is at the core of who you are. I don't want to do anything outside of your will, God. I don't want to do anything outside of your will. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I don't want to do anything outside of your will. Your will saturates me. Your will directs me. Your will is what I'm obedient to. Thank you, God. I'm obedient to your will. I am clothed in the righteousness of Christ. The example that Christ set when he was on this earth, guess what? That's what I'm walking out. Every, listen, every dot, every step, and I'm doing it by faith. No, is Christ right here? Do I see him? No, I do not. I see him in this word. Hallelujah. I see him in this word. So here we go. You got to say, thy will be done. Number one, if you listen, if you're not saturated in the will of God, number one, when it comes to you using the name of Jesus, part of the problem is you still want your will to be done. So ain't, there's going to be no power in you using the name of Jesus. 
No power at all. You've got to be saturated, and God knows better than you. That's that will be done. Number two, when when you use that name, the name that has power in 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 earth, in heaven, in hell, when you use it, you use it in obedience. Number two, in obedience, it's obey. That will be done. Number two, obey. Number three, righteousness. Now the righteousness comes in because, again, you can want the will of God, you can obey, but you're living, watch this, a wretched life. You're not living according, you don't have the righteousness of Christ living in your life. What happens? The righteousness of Christ living in your life. If you don't, watch this, there's no power in you using his name. I don't see people outside of the righteousness of Christ living a wretched life using the name of Christ and having power. How do you do that? You do it by faith. I hear, watch this, the will of God. I've received it by faith. Obedience to him. I do it by faith. Do you see God? And God says, well, I want you to do X, Y, Z. And he's literally in front of you, physical features and everything. He, no, no, no. You do it all by faith. And the righteousness, I receive it. I receive it. It overcomes me. as I'm overtaken by it, by faith. So this one, two, three is encircled by faith. Keep it moving. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Now, when you start to look at this, Look down, Philippians chapter 2, but not only at, 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 at 9 and 10, you see that at the top of page 152. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So we go to Philippians. I'm going to the Bible Gateway. Philippians, what? Chapter 2. And, and let's just leave it chapter 2 because the Holy Ghost got me. I'm going to go straight to verse number 6. I'm not going outside of that. And did I say a particular version? No, I did not. All right, what did I say? Verse number six. Verse number six, and I'm reading it in the King James. Verse number six, who being, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. Again, when you take on the mind of Christ, again, you've got to get out of you trying to make yourself, make a name for yourself. And, and, and I was sharing this on a couple of weeks ago when Christ healed. Watch this. He had a plan. Listen, I got to get out of jo- get out of Dodge. Why? Because the people are going to swarm me, and I've got to be obedient to God. And 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 people coming at me or people trying to use this gift. Jesus Himself moved around. Why? Because He was being obedient to what God wanted Him to do and not allowing his own ambition, his own goal, his own help me, Holy Ghost, his own direction to tell him where to go. Do you have enough power in you to have the power to heal, and someone is in front of you who says, heal me, and you haven't gotten a release, excuse me, to to heal that person from God, and do you have the power to walk away, and that person does not get their healing. That person does not get their sight. God does not tell you to deal with them, and that's what it takes. It takes an obedient servant. This is what he said. Thank you, God. The Holy Ghost is so good. 
no reputation, took on the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. Verse number 8. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became what? Obedient. There it is. Unto what? Death. This obedience, listen, this obedience is not the obedience that we have. Well, ah, man, I don't think I listened to God that time. No, he was obedient all the way to death. Even, watch this, the death of the cross. Excuse me, many of us, what would have happened when they first smacked me, when they first started plucking out my beard, when they approached me, Peter cut off the ear, guess what? I called the legions of angels from heaven and caused a war right there in the Garden of Gethsemane, and it was all over, and the world was not saved. Why? Because I took matters into my own hands. This says that Christ was obedient even unto death. So if it's going to take me even physical pain, this is what Christ did. This is where we're walking. And many times when it comes to even our reputation, watch this, or our feelings. And that's a whole other topic right there when it comes to us basing things because that hurt me. No, 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 I couldn't do it because that hurt me. That hurt me. Hold on, what are you talking about? It hurt you. When it starts talking about the obedience of Christ, even unto death, I'm talking physical. You're talking something mentally that you said, if I don't get this, it disturbs, good God Almighty, it disturbs me to a point where it hurts me. What do you mean it hurts you? It hurts my feelings. Well, hold on. Is that real? Is hurting, watch this, is hurting physical pain to feelings, is that real? Oh, my mental, watch this, my mental understanding of what just was said hurts me to the point where my mental, good God Almighty, feels physical. No, 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 let that soak in. Because if it hurts you, then your your thinking literally takes on physical. Thinking takes on physical And now my thinking, thought processing, are actually feeling pain, like physical. No, 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 no. That's all in your mind. And that's why, again, when it comes to you being able to use this name and operate in the spiritual warfare at the level that you need to operate in, that Christ said you could in this word, watch this. You have got to put that aside and do just like he did, become obedient even unto death. Verse number 9 says, Wherefore God also highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, and every name, when he gave him that name, watch this, then we get the power of that name. Verse number 10 says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and things in heaven, earth, and under the earth. And verse number 11, no, it's not. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We stopped at 10, and I'm not going any further. So that's where we get the power, but you've got to read 6, 7, and 8 before you get into verse number 9. Then you go back up to John 14, 13, and 14, and now you can deal with the name. When you deal with Philippians chapter 2, verses 6 through 10, then you can go back up and deal with John 14, 13, where it says, um, ask in my name, and that will I do. 
so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You've got to know what steps he took in order to operate in that power. Everything, I'm moving on, everything has to bow down to the name of Jesus. Everything. Good God Almighty. Can God trust you with the name of Jesus? God recognized it. Devil recognized it. Fallen angel recognized what? The name of Jesus. God hears it when you use it. Knows that you're in line, that you're righteous, you're obedient, and you, he knows that you, good God Almighty, thank you, Lord. Inside of you, you have hard lines. I'm talking it's programmed into you. The Lord, the most thing that I want, yes, I can pray this, that, and the other, but over that, I want your will to be done. And I believe it in the name of Jesus. By the authority of Jesus and his precious blood, I bind. Listen, you've got to know how to use it. When you use it, when you get it, I bind you, Satan, according to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Now, that's what the book says. You know what scripture I like? 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. In 2 Corinthians, did that take yet? Nope. Okay. Two Corinthians, okay, chapter chapter ten. Now I like this is just me doing my own little personal study. She wrote the book. The Holy Spirit inspires me when it comes to Second Corinthians chapter two. If I'm going to do it according to a scripture, I'm doing it according to the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God through the pulling down of strongholds. So when I bind. When I bind, I could use bind and loose scripture. I could also use the weapons of our warfare. The, 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 when, I, when I'm doing something in the spiritual realm, I realize that I have power through 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 14. Watch this. And it says, I break your power over this situation. I loose, name that person, from the hold and destroy your works and your assignment, what? In Jesus' name. Over my family, I break the hold of the enemy and destroy your works, your assignment, in Jesus' name. And I continue to do that warfare, like we said in the scripture where the prayer went up. I think that's Daniel chapter 10, and we're going to get into that. Daniel chapter 10. Let me look at it real quick. I wrote the scripture, and I think that's what I was referring to right there. Daniel chapter 10, verse number 12. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And then he said unto him, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day, yep, that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard. And I am come for thy words. All right? And I'm going to take that off, take that off, open up 10. Remember, it was verse number 12. All right, go down. Verse number 12. And it says, verse number 13, But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me, one and twenty days. Now, and I've said this before, 
listen, I want to reiterate it, that if, if there was a warfare going on in heaven, you started praying and doing your warfare prayer, listen, don't get discouraged on day 13. If I have not gotten an answer, then guess what? Pick, keep the fight going. I'm going to get free. My family is going to be free. And I'm not talking partial freedom. I'm not talking, thank you, Holy Ghost, partial deliverance. We are going to be free in the Holy Ghost. We are going to be filled with the Holy Ghost even the more until running over. We are going to be obedient to God. The righteousness of Christ is going to clothe us from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet. Our very being, our very energy, everything about us is going to be about moving the, 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 the plan and program of God forward. If it means standing, watch this, and just uh, marching in step right here in place, Stand still until God says move, until you hear that trumpet deep down in your heart and God says move forward, then you stand still and mark steps right there. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And, and, and I love the example down at the bottom of page 52 in that last paragraph where it talks about the policeman who can halt a huge truck just by standing in the middle of the highway and holding up his hand to signal it to stop. Love that example. You watch this. As an intercessor, too, you must use their, use their delegated authority to stop demonic forces from wreaking havoc with God's people. So that's your authority in the name of Jesus. Father, every demon that's been assigned, I don't. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. You know I would get. Thank you, God. You say, you say, the enemy is coming against my family, and I see it in different areas. I see things that's happening in my marriage or in my children or in my household that does not line up with the word of God. And, Father, I come against it in the name of Jesus. You have given me the authority, and I take that authority right now according to your will, and I bind up every trick of the enemy right now in Jesus' name. Drop down and keep it moving. Here it is. And a key to authority is using the name of Jesus is your personal relationship with him. That relationship nurtured by your time. Up, I'm, I'm, I, listen, I believe this is huge. It is nurtured by the time of fellowship with the Lord. Maybe it's because you're not spending enough time. And when you're spending time, listen, it's not time of wandering. It's not time of, oh, well, maybe this, maybe that. It is time of understanding what you're doing. When I go into this particular time, I'm blessing his name. I'm looking for him to give me direction. If I'm praying in the spirit, then guess what? I know that God is wreaking havoc in the name of Jesus. I realize that the enemy may come against me. If God pricks my heart and that the enemy is trying to fight, I fight against every evil spirit that is trying to stop this move of God right now, and I go right back into the spirit. Oh, now God again pricks my spirit that the enemy is coming against one of my children in that very moment to distract or to Cause me to get off assignment. Listen, 
Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I assign angels to war on behalf of my children for the breakthrough of my children, oh God, that they might walk in righteousness and true holiness. No, it's not time to go on. Oh, my God. Wow, the enemy is after my ch- Oh, my God. My God. He is after he is after my children. Uh-uh. It's time to do warfare. You understand the authority, and when you get that pricking, it's time to do warfare on behalf of your children, on behalf of your grandchildren, on behalf of the branch of Zion, which God has made you a part. Guess what? We've got to hold up our end of the bargain. Thank you, God. That is, that. guess what? If we're the big thumb, if we're the big toe, the big toe keeps the balance of the entire body. The big toe's got to do its job. The hand's got to reach out and do its job. Well, if we're the big toe, God help us to do what we're supposed to do. You're this portion of the branch of Zion. Listen, keep them girded up. Family members getting sick in, in, the, in the body of Christ at that branch of Zion is not doing warfare according to the will of God. There's some folks, watch this, they're going to get sick as unto death, and and not as unto death, but to die. Not getting to the, uh, the threshold of death and being called back, but they're going to pass away. It has happened. However, the body of Christ cannot lose hope because, listen, some folk you're praying for the, for the, the family members to be strong through, through this period, and the reason that you are praying for the family members to be strong, why? Because it's time for that person to go on, on to be with the Lord. God, thy will be done. And I'm not, listen, accusing God falsely of not honoring your prayer when, again, my prayer is undergirded by thy will be done. Help me, Lord. This is moving a little slower than, than what I expected because, oh, God. Oh, I got more places to go. Watch this. At the bottom, uh, here we go. It is nurtured by your fellowship with the Lord, ensures that you will use his authority only in the ways that will glorify him. And, and what I like to say, his will, his will glorifies him. <laughs> I'm going to get that will in there. His will is in there. The will, see, that's how it was embedded in you. Everything you know is really about God's program, his plan being spelled out. Notice the example of Peter and John speaking to the lame man at the temple in Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. On the other hand, you got to know what happened to those who tried to use the name of Jesus without proper authority in Acts 19, 11, and 17. First, you, you got... Uh, Peter and John using it in Acts chapter 3, verse 1 through 8. Then you got folks that don't suppose, and this is some people that's in church. They're using it the same way that folks who did not know Jesus, but they tried to use it without proper authority in Acts chapter 19, 11 through 17. In my name, thou will cast out demons. Thou will speak, number two, speak with tongues. And I'm in Mark chapter 16, verse 17 and 18. Mark chapter 16, verse 17 and 18. In my name, you've got to understand the power in that name. You're going to cast out demons. 
How come some demons have been worrying you? Listen, you got to have this relationship. You better have one, two, three in line. It's better be closed up in faith. Thy will be done, obedience and righteousness, clothed in that righteousness, and you better operate in faith. Cast out demons, number one. Speak in new tongues. Oh, I'm waiting for God to give it to me. I'm waiting for God to give it to me. He says, speak in it. You know, you're supposed to be doing that operating, knowing that when I speak this way, ah, God, ah, God, ah, God, you don't know what to say. You don't know what to pray. You know this word. And when you do this kind of speaking, watch this, you're going to speak in this new tongue because you've got revelation of what that speaking in that unknown language does. Watch this. You can pick up serpents, number three. You can drink deadly poison, number four. And then number five, watch this, you can lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Well, there's many folks that, guess what, they're not operating in none of this. You're speaking in his name, but ain't no demons leaving. The person is still dealing with what they're dealing with. You ain't spoken no new tongues. You ain't touched no serpent. You haven't drank no deadly poison. Guess what? These are the things, Mark chapter 16, verse 17 and 18, these will accompany those who have, watch this, believed. Well, if you don't have it, God, I'm going to do warfare. I'm going to keep praying until I get into this area where I can see, watch this, the power of God in these areas operating my life. If I don't see it, I ain't satisfied. If I don't see it, and when I say I'm not satisfied, guess what? I'm still chasing after you until I get it. Mark chapter 16, verse 17 and 18, you better understand what we're supposed to have. The authority that we're supposed to be operating in, in the name of Jesus is the power and the authority, watch this, of the blood of Jesus. Jesus is, watch this, and the blood of Jesus is the what? Official seal, thank you, Holy Ghost, that secures the right to use it. We're moving on. We're moving into the blood. The blood of Jesus, our covering. Flip over the top of page 154. We're going to move a little bit fast uh, through this area because this is a little example, and I'm not covering that. Look at the top of page 153. You put the blood, you remember they used the blood, and they put of the unblemished lamb over the doorpost of their homes, and then the angel, the deaf angel came through and passed over every house that was covered with the blood. So you've got to understand and know how to use the blood of Jesus. That's in chapter 12 of Exodus. Today, Jesus, Jesus, the perfected lamb of God, offers, and that's the perfect, I'm sorry, perfect lamb of God, offers the same kind of protection through the power of his innocent blood shed on Calvary for all those who what? Believe. Again, this belief thing is very, very important. That's the faith. When it says you believe, faith is believing. I believe that Christ came. Oh, well, I don't believe it was a Christ. I believe it's a fairy tale story, and many stories was written like that um, in other books. And they, were, they weren't real, and now they're using the same thing, and they wrote this Bible. Okay, you can believe what you want. I believe it. Look over page um, from Isaiah chapter 41. And let me just, 
I didn't do this before, and now I get the inspiration to do it, now that I'm in the middle of the Bible study. Isaiah chapter 41, all right? And then it, and, and then it references uh, verses 5 and 6, 8 to 10. 5 and 6, 8 to 10. And in there, it again pushes the point, I have chosen you and not rejected you. Do not fear. And, and I don't even know where that is. That's probably got to be 8 through 10. Kings of the earth and called the chief, 8 through 10. I have chosen you. Yeah, 8 through 10. Amen. Thank you, God. I have chosen you and not rejected you. Watch this. I have chosen you. You've got to understand. You've got to have this confidence that guess what? By me accepting Christ, which was appointed to me from the foundation of the earth, God chose me. I didn't choose him. I felt this drawing that I needed to be saved, that I had to accept him and be baptized. I've chosen you. Watch this. Do not fear. I am with you. And this is Old Testament. We translate it into New Testament. We experience in the same kind of protection that God gave the children of Israel in the Old Testament through the blood of Jesus. We're experiencing it in the New Testament or the New Testament era, the New Testament age. I am with you. Still got that promise. Do not anxiously look about you. All right, that's number four. Number three, I am with you. You better know it under every, every circumstance, for I am your God. Number five, I am your God. I will strengthen you. Number six, this is all taken from eight to ten. I will strengthen you. So how do I do what I do? Oh, don't do this. Don't do that. You're going to get wore out. You're going to wear yourself out. No, 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 no. Watch this. In the midst of me doing, 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 watch this. How in the world does he have so much strength? How in the world does he keep this going? It's not me. Don't give me any credit. I'm giving credit and glory to God. I will strengthen you. Strengthen you in your inner man. Strengthen you in your physical man. When your physical man should be worn out, good God Almighty, you still got strength. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Help me, Lord. I will, number seven, I will help you. Surely, number eight, I will uphold you. You got to sit down and dissect the word. I say pray, pray, praise, and peruse. When you peruse this word, you are not taking it in, in big gulps. Sometimes you are sitting down and you are savoring this word. You are soaking this word in. I will uphold you with my righteous, thank you, God, right hand. And I love when the righteousness is in there because the righteousness of Christ is still the righteous right hand of God, and that righteousness of God in Christ comes in us because what he, we embody him. Now, again, there's an example, bottom of page 155. I'm not going through it. I'm going to use a portion of it. Here on, uh, in the first paragraph, B portion of the first paragraph on page 156, I could see in the theater of my mind an instant replay of the prayer our pastor had prayed for us before we left on.
one-hour trip. What is happening here is that a prayer was prayed, and the benefits of that prayer I saw played out in my life. People will pray for you, and you will see that prayer really does change people. Prayer really does make circumstance work out in your favor. He has laid his hands on each member of our family, asking God's protection, and began to plead the blood of Jesus over us. Thank God for the blood of Jesus, which washes our sins and causes the wicked plans of the enemy to pass over us. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12 to 14. So again, what I wanted to magnify is that when you do it, listen, you do it by faith. You do it with confidence. You're not, listen, it's not a possibility. It is going to work out. <clears throat> Guess what happened? You prayed and that circumstance did not work out. That does not diminish my faith. It does not diminish my confidence in God. It tells me that God had a different plan. Listen, I believe Mary and Martha were saying, hey, we just pray and we just ask for Lazarus to be alive. Guess what? God said, no, Lazarus is going to die. You've got to watch it. When things does not work out the way you thought it was going to work out, you don't lose confidence in God. It does not shake your faith. Thank you, God. It reminds me of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. King, we're not, we're not careful, thank you, Holy Ghost, to answer you in this matter. Listen, if God does not show up and stop us from going in, we know that he is well able, and that's the kind of confidence you've got to have. Help me, Holy Ghost. <clears throat> All right. Thank you. Sorry, I had to take a water break. All right. That's Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12 to 14. Plead the blood of Jesus. You've got to plead the blood of Jesus. When you plead the blood of Jesus, simply to remind, and you've got to ask, what, what, what does it mean to you? At the B portion of the second paragraph on page 156, it says, Pleading the blood of Jesus over a person for his or her protection is simply to remind the enemy of his boundaries. Now, this is, this is a book. I'm dissecting it, and, and, and in my mind I'm saying, is it, this is the question, is it reminding the enemy or is it reminding us? I'm believing that the enemy really knows the word. The enemy already knows about the blood of Jesus, and he heard it. As a matter of fact, he doesn't need a reminder because when the blood is applied, guess what? He can't touch it. He don't need no reminder. Matter of fact, if anything, and possibly it's semantics, it could be semantics. It's just a word that they use. They said reminding the enemy. I'm saying it's enforcing the blood as the authoritative power in this spiritual war. If it's reminding anybody, and I plead the blood, I'm thinking it reminds us that the blood has authority. When we plead the blood of Jesus over a person for his or her protection, it simply reminds us of the boundaries that the enemy has by the blood of Jesus or through the blood of Jesus. It reminds us that he can't come. 
It's just like happened in the Old Testament. They put the blood, and then they heard the screeching and the hollering and the crying that night, and, and, and the people were reminded, oh, my God, I got the blood. I got the blood out there. I got the blood. It remind, It keeps you in mind, uh, the enemy in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, for the 21 days, you walk around your house or you sit in your house and you plead the blood. If it's 21 days, if it's, if it's 17 days, whatever it is, it could be 10 days. You stay on your warfare in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over my household. I plead the blood of Jesus. Until this warfare is over, listen, I'm doing what I'm going to. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm staying active until I see my breakthrough. Amen. Amen. All right. Keep going down. Uh, the blood of Jesus secures lasting peace and what? Victory. Obedience and fasting. Sometimes, again, you don't get the, the breakthrough. You don't get the breakthrough. It starts to get a little hot and heavy. Listen, it's time to take it to another level. Folks asked, they said, are you fasting for this Sunday service? No, I'm not fasting. All of a sudden out here, guess what? Yes, you are fasting. Okay, change. There's a change of plan. I'm fasting on this day or that day. You've got to understand. And, and again, don't dictate to God when you're going to fast. Be open to hear what his plan is. Here we go. Do not Cease to cry to the Lord, our God, for us. This is what they cried out in, what was that, 1 Samuel chapter 7, verses 3 through 14. They're asking him, continue to cry out. The people said to Samuel, do not cease to cry out for us, and he, that, that he may save us, that the Lord may save them from the hand of the Philistines. And guess what? They, they got the victory. Thank you, God. Look at the top of page 157. At the top of page 157, the Lord thundered from the heavens, and the Philistines are frightened off. According to the record, he came no more into the coast of Israel. So they didn't have to do anything. The prayers of Samuel, guess what? His prayer, his prayer God answered, and they didn't have to fight. The Philistines was on the way. Why? Because they were starting to change. You better understand, when you start saying that I'm getting ready, uh-uh, I am believing God and all this evilness that's been in my life, I declare and decree in the name of Jesus, I am not going to continue to operate in this, going in the house of God or, or calling myself a Christian, and I realize that this is operating in my body. I take authority right now over my spirit, my physical body, over my household, in the name of Jesus. I pray over my family, my children, my aunts, my uncles, my sisters, my brothers. I pray over the branch of Zion in which God has made me. I pray in the authority, oh God, and I take authority over the body, in the body, in the body, in, listen, in the body of Christ as a warrior to fight on behalf of the body of Christ. I'm talking when you get that kind of authority, listen, you pray not only for this branch of Zion, I'm praying, oh God, for the body of Christ, that the body of Christ might reach up 
me being the big toe, you being the thumb, somebody else being the pointer, somebody being the eyeball, we're all reaching up. God, in the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus and the authority of the name of Jesus over the body of Christ, that we might operate in obedience to your word, that we might be obedient, O oh God, that our ears might be tuned into the voice of God, and that we might operate in this earth according to your will and your way. Do it, God, to your own glory. Thank you, God, for what you're doing through me. I pray right now, God, that you have given us an assignment to go out into the community and to have a service on this coming Sunday. Well, God, I bind my prayers with those who will pray. And we pray, oh God, that the angels of heaven will be encamped round about that park, not just on Sunday morning, but God, we pray in the name of Jesus that the warfare will start even now that miracles and signs and wonders, even while we're not there, will begin to show up in the park, that there will be a culminating service on Sunday morning that folks that have been receiving, matter of fact, that the park would be overflowing, that folk would gravitate to the park, that it would be a magnetic pull in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over the park, the Shepherd's Park, right there at uh, uh, the intersection of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King Avenue. Father, we're believing you, O oh God, that your power and that your glory would show up there in an awesome way. Listen, this is what this is what the believer is supposed to do. And then you 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 saturate. Come on, somebody. You saturate that area. You saturate your home until you see. No, no, no. If you are a warrior, you're going to fight until you see breakthrough. I'm not. Listen, this is what the, 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 the patriarch said. I'm not going to stop wrestling with you until you bless me. Well, God, I'm not satisfied with a partial deliverance. I'm not satisfied with still being, watch this, under the authority of this confusion, under this authority of this whispering of negativity, under this, no, no, no. No, no, no. I'm not satisfied with that any longer. I'm going to war until I get breakthrough. I'm going to war until I see my family breakthrough. I'm going to continue to fight daily in the name of Jesus. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. In the name of Jesus. The Lord thundered. Now, you've got to understand, get this in your mind. I've seen this operate before. And watch this. And then I slipped into, uh, I'm going to say ignorance. I've seen this operate before. I called on the name of the Lord, and I said, God, in the name of Jesus, the same way you showed up on the mountain by fire and you burnt up the uh, sacrifice, you burnt up the altar, you burnt up and licked up all the water. Matter of fact, you burnt up the altar, you burnt up the stones, you licked the water up out of the trench that was dug around the sacrifice, even the dust of the air. Father, I'm praying that you show up that way. I know you can, and I know you will. Do it, God, right now. And I called on God for a specific purpose. And guess what? God will not deny his word. When you operate in faith, he will do it. Then you've got to come to the understanding, yes, the same thing I prayed for and that he provided was reversed. Why? Because I understand his will has got to be done. If it was not time, he still has to honor your prayer. Why? Because you did it in faith. So now I don't pray those kind of prayers. I pray it, watch this, I pray it only when he tells me to. 
So when he sends us on an assignment into the community and we're doing his will, we pray in the name of Jesus, Father, have your way. All right? Watch this. It says the victory. Okay, hold on. They came, and listen, I love this. It says they came no more into the coast of Israel. That's in the word of God. This is all for one man's prayer. Hey, Samuel, pray for us. We're praying for miracles. We're praying for breakthrough. We're praying for deliverance. The victory was necessary, watch this, to the peace. Peace is victory. Watch this. Peace is victory sustained. If you listen, if you don't have peace that is sustained, you're not going to have. If you, I'm sorry. If you don't have, thank you, Holy Ghost. If you don't have victory that is sustained, you're not going to have peace. If you don't have victory that is sustained, they didn't come anymore. And when you're not warring in that particular area, it's not time for you to get cocky. It's not time for you to take matters into your own hands. All right? The only man who can keep the enemy at bay is the intercessor. The only man that can keep the enemy at bay is the intercessor. And I'm going to close with this. Guess what? The intercessor is the one who does what? The, in, the, the intercessor is the one that is saturated with thy will be done, that is obedient to the voice of God and is clothed in the righteousness, and they're covered. They operate in faith at all times. Amen? Wow. I wanted to get into the prayer that routes demons. I wanted to get into the prayers of route demons. If you have the book, go to page 32, because we were talking about the blood. We'll get into it next week. Go to page 32. Enjoy yourself. In page 32, it deals with the blood, releasing the power of the blood, releasing the power of the blood. Amen? Amen. God bless you. Uh, uh, God willing, we got one more week before we take that little break. Uh, on the 24th, again, please be mindful, we will be outdoor knocking in the community in Ward 7. Keep that lifted up in prayer. Um, so there will be no Bible study. We will come back together, God willing, on the 31st. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.